This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Um, it's Dublin Podcast, but it's Dublin Meets. Dublin Meets, yeah. So we've done a few of these. It's been going uh, pretty well, actually, so far. So we had a couple of guests on. Stephanie Preisner kicked us off. She did. Um, the wonderfully odd and deadly crack Stephanie Preisner, who I've been ta- who I've had coffee with every week since we've done and it. Do you know what? I'm mad into um, it, but it's kind of like at a point where I think this could happen with Roz as well, that I go to this peak girl crush. I kind of feel like I tell <laughs> Stephanie my problems. I'm like, and then Roz is with us. So we're like going, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like that with Stephanie too. Stephanie is like, oh gosh, hey, do you want to go to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu later? Do you want to get a coffee tomorrow? Yeah. Like, she is one of those people that when you meet her, like, you just become friends with her. Straight away. Yeah, straight away. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. a legend. I, I actually her. did Absolutely get legend. a message that but says, anyway, you want to go to Jiu-Jitsu? I did yeah, get that. She's exactly. looking for Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of offended that I thought it was very special that she invited me. I didn't get one either, Ross, no. so that's okay. Yeah, no, you're getting left out there. Bro. Well, anyway, today's episode is all about me. Yeah! I was trying to figure out like what is the right way to describe you because if you if you google you you'll get obviously model because mm-hmm. other than being I, I'm already saying you're going to be dead sounds because I know you are but other than that you're an absolute right like you're ridiculously good looking mm-hmm. I had said to PJ I'll give you full disclosure I said to she PJ panics. if I arrive in with a full blow dry and I've had my makeup done just at cash like I come in every week like this because you are like an international model but you're a writer and like you do loads of charity work and all so what do you describe yourself as? You see this is really hard and I always get asked this question and I always have to think about what it I? when I get into taxi Oh, and right. your man oh, goes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Way, yeah. so what, what do you do? do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. it's like if, if there was a camera on me in the back, it's like I'm falling down into a deep tunnel. I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like looking around. And I'm like, I do a bit of everything. And I always said I would never become one of those people that was like did a bit of everything because I do think the key to success is concentrating on one thing. But I just can't. I just uh, cannot. Yeah. Concentrate on one thing but at a time. Because you know, it feels like nowadays that, that those things are kind of gone. Like you can't just be one thing anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like nothing really feeds. You kind of have to have a million strands. Not a million strands, but you need three or you four different. You have your different- finger in a few yeah. different pies. So I guess, look, my main thing is obviously cookery writer and natural born feeder is where my heart lies. Like I love food and I, you know, my passion would and my dream would be to have a food show. But also I do lots of other things like I do, you know, hiking, I do a lot of uh, sports things and, you know, then all the kind of lifestyle fun stuff as well. So yeah. I am a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, but you're creating a little bit of a movement <laughs> at the moment, haven't you? Like I know a lot of people now that are following like your Instagram page. You're making me want to hike. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Why good. Like, but there's a bit of a movement, sort of like a uh, sort of uh, health healthy. And, yeah, not wellness. I always I hate the word wellness. It's become a sort of a, yeah. a marketing term in a way. But you've got this whole sort of health and looking after yourself movement in a way. Well, I think it's more like like health and not being addicted to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really have much ring to it. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, in but terms of marketing, yeah. let's make it catchy, but I, I think I like that. Don't be addicted to yourself because we talk about this a lot on the podcast is that we... If you, if you spoke to yourself the way you spoke to others, like she wouldn't have a friend in the world. Oh, listen, and I always think about it. Like the advice I give my friends is such sound advice. It's really great advice. But if I'm stuck in the predicament and I ask myself, I'm really hard on myself... And I'm like, oh no, you can't do it. Or, you know, I beat myself up about something. Yeah. So we really need to start turning that around and actually be getting, giving ourselves better advice and be our biggest supporter. Because mm. no one else is going to be, you know. Yeah, we're yeah. rubbish at that. Is that an Irish thing? Which, no, I don't think. Or I just think, think, it's, it's, think it's, it's a human it's flaw human, we have. human condition. Yeah, we f- we're very But like, if you look at American people, they, they, build, they build themselves up and like, even like we're talking about love is blind and stuff, like, they they all went on I it. Went, love, I love, I know. Love oh, is blind. Oh, oh my God. 
Oh my did, god! Did you notice though when they when they went on screen to talk about themselves, they would go, "I am a catch." Like, but then all no of us Irish people at home going, "Just stay at the home and stay the oh my god, stay that thinking she's a catch." So right. So you know what I mean? I think maybe it's how we we're all brought up. It's kind of we're brought up to like you can do whatever you want, but don't tell anyone now because you know they think you're very cocky. So, um, I don't Which know. For you, I like yeah, have to be. You're like a girl from Tipperary, so you're from country Ireland. You ended up being Miss Universe Ireland and like you're basically one of the most beautiful women in the world but no seriously but that's what you like that's what you are like you went over to the States and also were, I feel like really bad taking comments I'm like in a full on sweat I don't have the coronavirus I'm just sweating here <laughs> yeah. as, again as Irish people God forbid you God know they, uh, but yeah. this isn't this isn't me going oh you could be this is factually correct these are things that you went and did so like that for within Ireland that kind of within that context doesn't play out that well as Irish people to go yes I'm one of the most beautiful women in the world I'm overrepresenting Ireland you're in Trump Tower I have so many questions to ask you about that but how do you like at a young age because how old were you when that all happened so I was 18 when all that happened and I guess like I'm one of those people like when you get to me I just go with the flow I really don't overthink yeah. anything you know I'll just jump on a plane go somewhere and you know so you were Miss Universe Ireland Miss Ireland yeah. Universe Miss Universe Ireland okay and when I head over to Miss Universe I never really thought of it like oh like Miss I'm Universe. here representing Ireland as one of the most beautiful people in Ireland yeah. I was like oh deadly I'm over in this competition there's so many other people here from all different worlds oh hi how's it going you know yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's, you know, I wasn't, everyone else was training for it. I was just like, I'm just here to have fun and participate. Yeah. So I guess I never looked at it that way. Um, Saying that though, I'm a very competitive person. And the last three days, like, I'm I'm gonna win this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, win yeah. I didn't win it though. But no, but, but look, in fairness, <laughs> doesn't matter. But, but even like matter. Trump said, like Trump. Because at the time, obviously, he was well, the obsessed with Trump. Now oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah. I know, because like, I was like, I have so many questions to ask Ross. I have so many like questions about veganism as well. But let's just start with Trump. Yeah. But like that, he singled you out in that competition. Like he singled you out and said, have you seen Miss Ireland? She's gorgeous. Like singled Ross out. Because how many women take part in that? So in my year, I think there was 83 or 90. Yeah. I was going to say, look, there's a gust of 100 yeah. women. And out of that... Trump singles Roz out and says to on, on like Jimmy Fallon or something was like, "Have you seen Miss Ireland? She's gorgeous." I'll never forget. Where so are you? Like, I was I was at home and all my American going, friends were like, "Are you watching David Letterman?" Oh, I think David it was David Letterman, Letterman. Sorry, yeah, yeah. and I was like. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, who's yeah. that? Who? Is yeah. he on the Late Late Show? Uh, and they were like, oh my God, watch it. And I would think it was about three days later I got to watch it because like the internet was not what it is now. Yeah. And he Super was like, oh my God, have you, se- but have you seen Ireland? Like they asked him a really important question about like economics or politics. And he was like, but oh my God, have you seen Ireland? <laughs> and, and I was just like, this is so weird on so many different levels. But at the same time, I was like, oh, cool. But. Of course, because you had no yeah, idea but, what but, was I don't. I guess at the same time, like you know, what do I do about this? I'm not going to share this and be like, "Hey, look what Trump said about me." You know, that's a bit weird. Yeah, it's so, very surreal. Yeah, thing. you know, yeah. it's a bit strange. And I guess, um, I guess it was more like my American friends and family were like, "Oh my God!" Whereas in Ireland, no, not that many people had. You know, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. guess like in Ireland, like Miss Universe isn't such a big deal. Like if you go somewhere like the Philippines or South America, it's huge. Yeah, like like I went to Thailand. If maybe three years ago and I arrived in half a plane this is like gas right and um, like in Thailand there's lots of Philippines there and things like that so I arrived in after like a 12 hour flight my sister goes and blow dries her hair puts makeup on I'm like I'm looking like a tow rag going to dinner don't give a shit and like, we sit down and the waiter's like shaking he's like to my sister oh my god you were Miss Ireland 2010 and she's like no but she was <laughs> <laughs> and the stack of me but every time I go to Asia or South America people are like oh my god you're Miss Universe in 2010 so and I'm like, I'm like this is madness it's probably about me Rosa Tralee status like I could tell you ro- old roses you, you there you go not, oh yeah you? My, still really? my favourite rose was like the Paris rose the French rose she wore an Aaron actually not unlike what Deering Gary's there um, oh yeah there, that the was Aaron. so nice she had a navy pleated skirt it was like and I, I was like for my for my dabs I want that outfit and she was mixed race which was just unheard of in the Rose yeah. and she had her hair braided up into a bun and I was like she's everything I want to be like literally I was probably like Do you know, like if I asked you about like are you like a Eurovision if I asked you about different roles I'd have years, a fairly good someone. idea like, even I went to a thing a press thing and this girl sat down and I'm sitting looking at her I was like oh my god you're the hip hop She's the Dublin hip-hop Oh my God, now in fairness, yeah. I'd probably recognise yeah. her now. Yeah, yeah, I remember all yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but, yeah, instant, but instantly, like, yeah, instantly I was like, oh, straight up. Yeah, exactly. If someone said to me, what is the top 10 Irish TV moments? 
that would be in there oh, for the past decade. Yeah, because it was just like it was like la la. Watch the movie. What the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? And it should have brought it was that. Gas, like. You should have brought that to Miss Universe. <laughs> I really should have. Now there was no talent in Miss Universe. Which I That's feel Miss World. That where you would have excelled. Do you know, well, like, I don't know. Like, what I've, I don't know. Could it could have? You know what? I think I would have gone all out. I would have learned something. Especially, I'd be like, I'm going to learn the harp. One song on the harp. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like, river dance. I'll be like every guy with um, what's that? What's that? Oasis, Wonderwall. I'll be like with the harp, just that one song. Amazing. Like, bring it, bring out the harp. Yeah, that's oh, the only time you can what play it on a party, and it will go down well. Yeah. Like, what it? could be the one song on the harp though? Like you know oh. the Erlinga side, you know with the oboe. Like Gabriel's oh no, I'd, tr- I'd really definitely try to go for the old river dance. I don't know. Can you do that on a harp? I haven't. Actually, no. I know. You know. I would have Irish dance. One hundred percent. Because I used to Irish dance. Any Irish dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to Irish dance, so I would have Irish danced. Yeah, how did yeah. you go though? Because you've changed so much, right? Like oh, the yeah. lot of you were watching back then is a different different person. Oh, one hundred percent. I even see videos of myself. Well, one, what? one. I'm like, I don't even look like that anymore. But number two, I'm like, wow, look at her go. <laughs> I look. I actually looked older then than I do now. So all the makeup. Like, that's the vegan. Yeah. Well, I think is all the makeup I I wore. I had, <laughs> I had fake eyelashes on my bottom lashes. Yeah. 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 Like a doll. Oh yeah, fully. Like in real life. Who does that? Do you do you do that or no, do they so do that? No, so I had a you? makeup artist um when I went there. Everyone kind of had ma- makeup artists when they arrived and actually the makeup artist who I had is now the makeup artist for the Kardashians. Duh. Yeah, I'm really still really like good friends. Like I made you. No, no, no. <laughs> she oh my god, she taught me all the tricks. Oh my god, she taught me so much. She was like, "Do you, you want to change your face?" I'm like, "Yeah." And she would just like show me all of the tricks to do it and I'm like, she's an amazing successful makeup artist. I'm still really good friends with her. No, stop. Oh my god, yeah, really good friends. Her name is Wendy Miyaki and she taught me everything I know about makeup and she was probably the best part about that competition for me because she was just gas she was just like you know the person every morning you're kind of coming out and she would be like you've got this you're gonna win like she's one of those people that like just feeds your motivation and encourages you so um yeah like so she did my makeup but when I say you've changed though like you're a different like you're a different person like you're oh yeah and how you live your life and how you do things like what the transition from going from that and modeling and being a professional model to doing what you're doing now it's essentially just telling people to enjoy them their mm, lives yeah. and eat well uh, and eat well and uh, cook and well I all, I've taken a couple of different things from you actually over the uh, oh, two things I've learned from following you on social media uh, is that number one is the idea of giving people compliments and not making them physical compliments mm-hmm. which I think is a fucking great tip just and it's so so that. hard to do and even like it's as someone when, I thought yeah sorry to cut you off but it's only when you wrote that yeah. I thought right don't try that that yeah. you realise I'm not fucking used to that at all oh no it's really hard when someone comes into the room not to be like oh my god you look great you're after nothing nothing you've always looked great you still gonna look great no matter how you change you're gonna be a great person you know so um it's really hard not to compliment someone on their weight or aesthetics so difficult one of the first things i said to you was like you look like a ride (laughs) yeah but you know that's grand i'll take that (laughs) (laughs) but you know what the big thing for me was the big thing for me is when i was going through uh disordered eating everyone when i first started um you know, my journey with bulimia or whatever, um, people would say to me, oh, you look so good after losing so much weight. So that really like spurred me to like just go further and further and further. And then when I was getting help for it and, you know, the challenging part about recovering from an eating disorder is being okay with putting on weight. And I even distinctly remember to this day, a gym trainer came up and she said, you look so much better now with a bit of weight on you. And that relapsed me for about a year. Really? I yeah. went back to disordered eating. That like that one comment really threw me. So it's always been something for me that was it's really important not to comment on someone's weight. Um of course if you if you see that your friend or family is suffering, like, you know, approach them about it. But yeah. it's I, I suppose not yeah, yeah. to do it rather yeah. than it well, being yeah. I remember like what uh, someone else I know, a friend of mine who's been through an eating disorder and she was always saying, like, uh, don't say anything about the weight just say if you're going to say anything just say look you you look sick it's down I don't know if you'd agree with that or not but if you don't say you look skinny or don't say you look like you well the weight it's to say you look the sick. mad thing is right I look back and I'm like oh god I was such a different person like if someone yeah. came up to me and they said you look really sick I would have been like oh I've that's good like oh, I really? want I want to be that it's I want emaciated as you possibly yeah. could yeah, do you think so... it was the pressure of everything because of the industry that you were in or do you think irrelevant to that that maybe that your character that you think that maybe you would have ended up 
having a disordered eating problem? I think... Or did one lend to the other? I think the industry I was in definitely prolonged it and definitely made it harder to recover because I had put out this idea of who I was, what I was and how people should expect to to see me. Um, and I had kind of built, I had built this almost like fake life and kind of, you know, I'd done so many interviews of like, oh, this is how I eat and this is how I train. That was kind of bullshit because I wasn't really eating and I was overtraining. Um, so it took a long time to be able to kind of get away from that. But I think I was always the type of person that was going to probably develop an eating disorder. And why I developed it, and I, you'll, I have... I, I've spoken to a lot of psychologists about this and sometimes eating disorders actually have nothing to do with food themselves and mine was definitely to do with control. Yeah. It was like the only thing I could control when my life felt very chaotic and it was then, I think a side effect was it that people were like, you look great and I was obviously getting booked for loads of jobs and, you know, it kind of fed into yeah. itself it's then. It's mad though, isn't it? It's the only behavioural type thing where people compliment you on the outcome, isn't it? Like yeah. if someone's an alcoholic... You know, I know it's a completely different mm. thing, but it's like, you know, straight away, no one ever says, Jay, you look like you're having a great time all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, if someone's gambling at it, it's like, oh, yeah, sure, money doesn't suit you anyway. Like, yeah. it's never. <laughs> but when it comes to eating disorders, uh, there's still that that physical image where people will, you can, you're doing yeah. something so destructive. People are still going, fair play, whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. And the thing of it is, in society, we're trained to look at weight loss as a very positive thing and weight gain as a bad thing. Mm. And it, look, it's very complex. So, you know, I don't think you know, that one statement can, you know, look one at every... Fits all. one yeah. yeah, it's it's very complex subject. But in where I'm coming from, my personal experience is, you know, I was very fearful to put on weight because I was like, I won't be good enough, people won't like me and I'm people only like me when I'm a certain size because they've told me. Yeah, yeah. They've told me so many times. Yeah. It's but everything I, is based on that, isn't it? It's like, uh, I'm trying to think, oh, did you watch Taylor Swift's documentary? Yeah, yeah. Where she said she went out with Kanye West that everything she had built her whole life about was being praised, was someone clapping on stage. Really? And even That's though they were booing Kanye West, she believed they were booing her and that. She was like, I've built my whole life on people clapping and going, yeah, 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 yeah. you're the best, well done. Even though it was, but she said that destroyed her. So if you build like free, so in turn for you, it was all a static, mm. irrelevant to even your face. It was your body because yeah. your body was was basically all encompassing. And this of is the everything. thing: I didn't even care what my face looked like. I just wanted to be as skinny as possible. Wow! And I, I got you know. I'm sure anyone who's kind of gone through disordered eating or like diet culture will understand like people would pass me on the street and I'd be like, I would give anything to have that girl's body. Yeah. Like anything. And like, now I think of it, oh my God, I'm so lucky to have my body. Like I'm a machine, like climbing yeah. mountains and like, you know, my body's great. Like it's done so much for me, you know. And like, I can't believe I was just going to, I would want to just trade it for someone else, someone else's body that I don't know how well they've taken care of it. Yeah. And obviously like luckily everything has kind of come full circle and that's why I do talk about it because I kind of wish more people spoke about it when I was going through it mm. to understand that there was a way out. Can I ask you then, what was it for you? Like if, if it's all right to ask you, what was your, did you have a defining moment that you said this, I, I'm fucking started getting a hold of myself here. Yeah. So um, I guess for me, and I always wish there was like this one thing that changed my mindset because you just bottle it up enough to like give it to so yeah, many people because people it, are just wasting yeah. their time and wasting their lives by diet culture and yeah, eating yeah. disorders and it's very very hard to get out of um, but for me it was a number of things so a lot of shit things happened in the space of a short time so my sister got diagnosed with CML which is a form of cancer and anyone knows Rach and I like we're basically twins you know um, we're very close in age she's three years older even though she looks like my little baby sister <laughs> everyone's like I met your younger <laughs> sister she's so nice and my older sister <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the, don't let those dimples feel you she's ancient <laughs> no, I'm joking um, hey Rachel how's it going yeah um, uh, I got out of a very long term relationship and there was something else I think it was just I turned 20 well I was about to turn 25 so I think a little bit of maturity on my side as well um, and I just got to the stage I think obviously with my sister's case that I was like it threw everything into prior, threw all my threw all my priorities into order. I guess up until the moment she came home and told me she had leukemia, I was like, me, 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 me. I have to be this size. My weight, my weight. It was my whole yeah. life was revolved around being a certain number. And when she came home and said that to me, that didn't matter anymore. I was just like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. wanted her to be okay. I didn't give a shit what I ate. I didn't give a shit if I didn't train. I just wanted her to be okay. Um, and I guess that was a big turning point for me to go, why 
the fuck does it matter what weight I am as long as my body's healthy? Like I'm looking at my sister right now and she has the tiniest little frame and I've always been so jealous for a little frame, but her body's fighting a battle and I'm yeah. so lucky and we're so lucky that, you know, she's treated her body so well that it can fight it. Um, so that was a really big thing for me looking at body functionality and not your body as a number it's but as interesting something interesting that you thought about it that way though that she's yeah. treated her so well that she can fight it that, yeah. that's yeah. an interesting way to see yeah. anything like yeah and I guess for me I was just like God like I love my body like it's fighting and it's doing so many things for me that I take for granted every second of every day like all I've ever done is look at it as something that's for show or in a number yeah. and it's just madness like it's so much more to offer me so body functionality and I suppose I suppose realizing that health was the main thing of a body not so much a yeah. number I think as well like I base so much of my own value on being a certain weight and people liking me and then I think like coming out of a long-term relationship you kind of almost lose yourself a bit you're like oh no one likes me I'm not worth it and you almost I had got so low I had to pick myself up yeah. if that makes sense yeah, like, I yeah. got so so low and so sad I almost had to just go well, no one else is going to help me, so I need to help myself. This is it. Like, this, this is, is as it. bad as it's going to get. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. So, like, this is it. I can just, I'm going to have to just get better. Yeah. I think it's a very female thing. Do you think it's it that we, we don't value, like, I'm listening to you talk about your body and, and that we're so conditioned about numbers and sizes and perception and what we should be that we, like, exactly as you say about the health aspect of it. My friend had a head injury very freak accident before Christmas and actually all of us said the main thing about her was that she was so healthy and so fit that that was and that was all we could take any comfort in was like mm. I'm going she walks every day she runs she eats really healthy this will all help her this will yeah. all help her so exactly as you said everything went aside as to but as women we become I become we all become consumed by what we think we other people think we should be yeah. don't we that so it's quite interesting to hear you to say you know to be at 25 and to have that knowledge at 25 because at 25 I did not have that like I'm I'm nearly 40 you're 30 this year like it's a you know well just tell everyone it's fine (laughs) (laughs) tell me if I if I had the knowledge that you had at 30 like you know what I mean well I do think for women that is so empowering I do think um, being in an industry that was purely based on aesthetics prolonged my eating disorders but it also sped up my maturity quite a lot because I had to like really fend for myself and like have a thick layer lose it and then regain it and I also went and got shit loads of professional help so at 25 like I, I understood the power of actually going to an expert and talking to someone and I think you know around that time like Ireland obviously like everyone was talking about mental health I was involved a lot with Cycle Against Suicide and you know listening to everyone talk about their own problems was me standing there going I haven't ever dealt with mine. So, you know, that's when I went and got help. And I go to see a counsellor the whole time. And it's some of the best investments yeah. and best things you can do for yourself. It's, it is a, like, it's one thing we always talk about as well is that going to counselling is, you know, it is a privilege if you, because, you know, we don't have the facilities in place for people who mm. could really do. But that hour to yeah. go and sit in front of someone that there's no judgment and go, here you go because we don't lay ourselves no. that bare we, we give but yeah. we still go yeah. I couldn't tell you that bit because then you really wouldn't like it. yeah and I always find no matter I always kind of tend to go to new counsellors I don't know what it is like after after of you. After, yeah. after like a you know my kind of course whether it's six weeks or eight weeks I'm like okay cool bye I'm going somewhere else because I always you know what I've actually found I've gone to maybe five or six different counsellors I always learn a new tool from yeah. each of them yeah. so I always do like going to different people um and, do you and it's go? very subjective like yeah. you know you could go to someone that your friend's like I really recommend this person you're like I hate you have to find yeah, your person yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you have to find yeah. your person but like you said it's a very privileged thing like it's very expensive yeah. like I've contacted people and haven't had any responses like the only way I've ever gone in with people is knowing someone else who's already in with them so it's such a privilege to go in there and yeah I still do yeah. go and like obviously now it's for different reasons like now it could be like I'm very overwhelmed with work or I'm overwhelmed with social media or you know just in general life stress is like I'm I like I'm turning 30 this year like oh shit like oh shit 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 shit, shit. a little bit of a little bit of like yeah. oh fuck because like you know what it is it's like 
I guess growing up, I was like, I'll have a house when I'm 28 and I'll have kids yeah. and I'll get oh, married. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, I don't even want kids. I don't think I even want to get married. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm still really young. What the f- what, what's going on? You are. You've got I'm like, the time so you can go. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Talk about living in a stressful time, right? Yeah. I don't want kids. Yeah. I'm happy not getting married. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, yeah. like to have to and go I'm to a like, counsellor and ask those questions when it's quite obviously just a preference is yeah. a strange thing. And like the thing about it is, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm happy enough to just make a commitment that I'm going to stay with someone. Mm. Like, I don't need to have a big fancy do like, do you know what I mean? And fair enough, maybe in a few years I will. You know, yeah. it's not it's not the end of the world. But I think it's like hitting those age markers can put so much pressure on people. Especially Every at work. Time, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, with work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. ageism is a real thing as well. Oh, yeah, yeah big time. Try, yeah. The forties coming down the track for me in yeah. August. Yeah, like, yeah, try, 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 try to fifty. You're nearly dead. Forty-five years old next month. I'm, I'm as old as shit. I know. Okay, it is terrifying though, because like all of those. So for me, it's like it's those things of like I have a family, I have two kids, and you have your. It's constantly told like yeah. it's that thing of like, well, are you going to go again? Are you going to go again? Are you going to oh. go again? You're nearly and forty. You know, I you even, know you're defunct, basically. I unfortunately even do to people. I was at my friend the other day and he was like oh my two kids and I was like are you going to have another one and I even said wow stop like do you know what I mean we shouldn't even be asking those questions yeah, we don't know what anyone else's circumstances are oh yeah I suppose it's just a curious thing though, as well it? It? Yeah. there's a curious thing to it too I'd make yeah. a really good taxi man I love asking questions yeah yeah so whenever I get into taxi and he goes so what do you do and I'm there going oh what do I do I'm always like oh just a bit of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then I'm like what do you do and he's like obviously drive a taxi what did you used to do did you always drive a taxi and then I just literally go for him and oh, ask him like I ask him like a hundred questions and then I get the taxi like, and I'm like I totally reverse psychology I just yeah. taxi managed yeah, I just, I just taxi managed it out of you <laughs> goodbye <laughs> uh, but I was saying as well I was saying there's two things I picked up from yeah, your sorry. social media yeah. content no not at all you, this just, is what you're here for this is what yeah. exactly what you're here uh, the second one I was thinking like I was looking at what you do and uh, it's kind of what I, I feel so you can tell me if I'm right or wrong it's the opposite of all the self-love and self-reflection and you know be a, be self-obsessed with this and look after yourself it seems to be the opposite it's actually get out and be a part of something and that's what I've and I definitely take mm. that from it and uh, I, that's the second lesson I would say I learned from you so where other people are saying you know take time just like you're be part of this hiking group yeah. or veganism to me is a community you know mm. you're getting involved in different communities all the time and if you ask me definitely as a fellow who doesn't like Anything. Fucking anything. I'm definitely not talking to people very much because middle-aged lads <laughs> don't. Uh, that, to me, it seems like a really healthy way to be using social media. That's something I think is brilliant. Not You're one of the very few people I think I see doing that, especially on Instagram. Anyway. Well, I guess the thing about it, for me, it's so important to engage with people face-to-face and yeah. not be so comfortable just doing it from behind a computer. And then when you go into a big event, being like, oh, I can't talk to anyone. Do you know that kind of way? And like, I am one of those people that I am an introvert, outrovert. Like, I love my own time. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll just oh. sit inside silence be like bliss but at the same time when I go out (laughs) no but then when I go out and I just talk to strangers I come back and I'm like I'm after learning something new or I'm after like completely distracting myself from being in my own head and that's just fucking great do you know what I mean and I definitely think as people we're so used to just like going off and doing our own things like coming together sometimes and just going for a walk with strangers honestly you'll be surprised the walks go like that and you know, for me, like inviting people to come walk with me or, or going to a different events or whatever it is, it's kind of opens my mind as well because like my group of friends who I follow on social media, it's almost like an echo chamber. Yeah. And you're kind of yeah. like hearing the same thing and you're always getting this feedback that you have to just like go outside your comfort zone and just start. That's terrifying for some people though. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah, so yeah. I have taken exactly the same from you. Like I've I've watched that, like you've made me want to go and hike in Wicklow in the snow because, and it's not the aesthetics of it. I can feel the freedom of it through your Instagram account. I can feel how the happiness and that that inclusivity and but things like that like terrify me. And it's not the hike. It's the like What is it? Is it meeting it's, a, it's a, a meet big gang of strangers? Or meeting a gang of strangers or or take exactly as you say, taking yourself out because you get to a point sometimes in your life, like for me, I'm like, I'm married, I've two kids, I'm just the hustle is real, mm. I'm doing all those things. But then I'm like exactly that going, Jesus, like what would they expect from me? Like what would they obviously they don't want anything but that would be in my head but it's so funny that you watch you do those things and you go I'd love a little bit of that I don't know how I'd fully immerse myself to be in Wicklow with this, but, I, but I and I love that you say that you go and, and so did you find that that naturally happened for you that you 
or did you consciously put yourself yeah, and go did you say I'm going to gonna do this I'm going to do a high club out. I'm going to yeah. do veganism I'm going to make a book I'm going to do or did you just, or was it uh I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I in Wicklow? I just rode the wave, and now I'm here, and I'm like, Jesus, that was fun. But like, really, yeah, and like, yeah. I'm one of those people. Like, I plan so out. Never some... a mission statement. For no, you, no, well, no, sorry. When I first started Natural Feeder, there was always like mission statements, and like when I, you know, started brands like that. But even with the hike life, like I just started sharing hiking on social media, and look, I give out a lot about social media, but it is great for connecting people and creating communities. And I just started, hey, I'm gonna hike like with head tomorrow if anyone wants to come and then 70 people showed up and I was like oh shit I was like you might want to sign this waiver here because <laughs> <laughs> no, no. it's so, impossible to even get onto your hike life thing now yeah right? now like, yeah. so busy yeah. yeah so um, like it just started completely out of just totally organic like hey if anyone wants to hike with me like because I was getting loads of messages of people saying hey I'd love to go on a hike but I don't know where to start I don't no, I have no one to go with and like look obviously look I'm not going to be hiking alone with strangers I've listened <laughs> yeah. to too many crime podcasts <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean but you know the big group dangerous yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah like um, now obviously I wouldn't I probably wouldn't start the hike life now because I listen to too much crime yeah what yeah. is it, by the way? Can I ask both of you? With women and fucking real life crime at the moment, I love it. Oh my god, I love what it. What is it? Yeah. Every woman I know, yeah. we're and I braver. hang out with more women than I hang out with men, we're are getting, obsessed with fucking serial killers. Yeah. we're getting braver, and we're is not. We're, we want to know more about it. We're arming ourselves with the power of it. I, Listen, just like I am ready. If someone's yeah, going to exactly. come and attack my house, I am like, I have. I'm going to literally like. I am going to like switch on the prodigy fire starter, go down with some hairspray, a light, and go get the fuck out of my house I am ready for you but like um, are you one you're in the true crime um, oh I am yeah. like it's listen so now in fairness I'm a bit paro yeah, so like I am very paranoid like you know I'll be like running in the street and I'm like checking over my shoulder and you're know, like lowering the volume and everything so I'm like I'm ready for you wherever you, you decide to yeah, pop yeah. out of a ditch but um, at the same time I do think women we should be hearing stories like this because you think oh I live in Ireland I'm grand I'm fine no one does that here it happens everywhere you know? Is that is, now? Is that a real sentiment, or are you just excusing your love of watching murder? The thing that is, I actually don't like murder things on Netflix. That's the oh, most, I don't, I don't but physically I, like to see no, it happening. I don't like but I can audibly I, listen I to can it. I can audibly yeah. listen to it. Yeah, because you, you can you listen to where, it, yeah. when you're physically Podcast. seeing it that you're going. Oh, where is yeah. if you're all you can kind of you can departmentalize it in your head and go well now that situation has occurred because and it, but I would be forewarned and forearmed for that situation with the hairspray mm-hmm. you know you'd have I don't believe either of you I oh don't that's the most, you sound like a couple of albums now which are, it could no well actually where I, do think, I do think the best thing to do in self defence if someone comes and attacks you act like a crazy bitch yeah. like nothing would scare you more if I was like oh, like I'm like, I'll be honest with you that's not terrifying I mean I think no, you should work no, on it no, no but if I was like one of the most beautiful women in the world no but if you were like pretending to like voodoo on them or something just be like bad too crazy they'd probably be like oh you know what you can leave I'm, I'm that's like, a bad date Roz that's not an attack guys like literally Roz be the only person who would like if an attempt to kid that went wrong said, don't tell anyone I was weird <laughs> As he's driving away. Don't tell anyone I was fucking weird, please. Don't record this. I just didn't want to get murdered. No, in that statement, what is it exactly you did when they... Well, I went like this. No, listen, I'm going to go... Shit is going to get way weirder, okay? If someone attacks me. I love that, yeah. I have no interest in self-defense. I have this real plan of how to proceed. Like someone that's really too hard to kill. Too strange for it. You're a prime candidate, though, for a podcast my like. my friend, her granny was getting mugged in London, and she did that. She started being batshit crazy, pretending she was putting spells on them. And the person was like, "Oh, okay," and ran away. So this is the, the yeah. elderly at work, though, <laughs> yeah. do you know, like where is I don't know. Amazing, like that is amazing. Yeah, like, she really check. thought on the spot and was like, "Oh shit, what am I going to do?" And then she's like, "Okay, I'm going to just pretend I'm a witch." <laughs> do you say that though? You're supposed to make as much noise as possible, right? So isn't that it? Yeah, like, it is run. that you are, but not run, but even oh, like, yeah, run. like stand run. and run. like you know. Really? But did you say like? Even if someone's to pull a gun on you, you run. Really? Uh, yeah, because they really? zigzag, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like, like you're going to chase Brian O'Driscoll. About to make bank a try. Because isn't there something that's like when someone point, gives a point, a gun or a knife at you and says, yeah. get into the car, yeah. so, you, you 100% of people that get in the car die. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, but like <laughs> over eighty percent of people that get shot running away survive. So if someone you're get, moving like no, because they it's actually harder. <laughs> what to if kill you? What if you? Yeah, no, I have a new one. Yeah. Get in the car. I have to grow and fight. Don't take me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you start coughing at me. Fuck. Then he's on your Instagram. Don't go in this woman's house. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, yeah. I tried to kidnap her and she has the coronavirus. You know what my mum always said to me? So, now, obviously, (laughs) this is why I'm such a paranoid, anxiety ridden person. But she was like, she was like, if you're ever in the back of a car and you can't get out, take the headrest off the front seat and crack the windows. Oh yeah, your mom is not alone in passing out yes, that information. They must have been told that in school. I know because my mom would have very similar. So now that's why you never want Corner. to get a fancy car that doesn't have a proper head thing that you can clip on and off. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just thinking that. And that's Nowadays, why if your car gets submerged point. in water, you Take crack, clip them, the and smash. That's how you get out. Thank God I drive an older car because yeah. I'm still able to do yeah, it. You should, yeah, you should know that. And the bottom corners are the, are the weakest part. Yeah. The bottom corners are the windows. I didn't know that now, but yeah, that's the weakest Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. That was their self-defense they were thought yeah. in school. And like, if a car runs towards you, jump on the bonnet, run over the top. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Call> Matrix. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. And how... Talk us through it there, Ros. How do you think you've broken both legs? And arms? <laughs> well, what I was planning on doing was jumping on the bonnet of the moving oh, car, listen, but I just yeah. hit the car. All I know is, like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, as much as I, I've enjoyed your vegan cookbooks, I want to see your yeah. self defense book. I'm dying. Just look up bizarrely weird facts on how to survive a kidnapping. That would be a gr- That would be such a great book. Imagine if you got all the people who survived, like, robberies and kidnappings and. and Put it down to like what they did. What was their kind of uh, the eliminating factor of what they did? That's a great, really, really. But and also, you just created someone's yeah. learned that now and is working on the podcast yeah. as we speak. They're like, I'm getting these stories. That's there. a really good one. Yeah. I wonder how many times jumping on the bonnet or doing blah 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 comes up. Just as it, as no, a seriously, I know, yeah. That's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. great, yeah. <laughs> Running up the bottom. If anyone I'm... wants to kidnap us, we are free for some I'm okay for that. I'm, I'm yeah, a really busy yeah. week, so. The first time someone has ever petitioned for a kidnapping, <laughs> I dare you to kidnap me. PJ! Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Duffy come out this week? Oh, shit. Yeah. She was kidnapped. That's she was it. held. That was awful. Yeah. I actually didn't hear the story properly, but I heard that, yeah, she was kidnapped, and that's why she kind of disappeared from the music. <laughs> so sorry, that is not a laughing matter. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, this no, is, like, we're not really taking this seriously. Story, really yeah, it's a really yeah, story yeah. But, it, it, but again, it's it's one of those like a super bizarre situations that oh, yeah. she she took to social media to share. It's like that model who was kidnapped, and they all went to she's lying, but she was like, I was kidnapped against, but held against my will. Like I have all, and they're like, no, because she went on this morning, know, so yeah. therefore it didn't make it. I did see legit, people because she went sh- on this morning and yeah. she was a model. It, oh my god, Ross, this could be no joke. Uh, <laughs> but, but I did like, see I people was, go on yeah. that uh, Instagram post and yeah. absolutely just for some reason yeah. say it was nothing but attention seeking. Yeah. Like it's fucking mad. Well, how, people like, are mental. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, you know, well, it just shows you the dangers of social media. Oh, well. yeah. Do you get any of that now? Like on this page, that's on your page, it's all about positivity. And yeah, all to be that. honest with you, I like, guess you st- I only talk from, first of all, if I give advice, it's from personal experience. Yeah, I, yeah. I try not to be one of those people who's like, I want to give you this advice and oh, yeah. I'm not well, an expert in toxic, it. Do you know what I mean? You get toxic messages like that or people attacking you on your social um, media at all. The only, I only get an odd few and it'll just be kind of like silly things like, you know, oh, I hate the way you talk or, you know, it'll be things, very aesthetic based things, which I don't really care about yeah 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 um, and I guess yeah like anyone like I think if you've any sort of a following you do get the odd person who just doesn't like you yeah. but then you're more like Jesus like you put the time in sending that and you actually watch that even though you don't like me like Jesus I know I know why waste your time but it takes a bit of practice right to get used Big to that time. sort of shit and like, the smallest things you could get fucking they, you know, they knocked work. over yeah, yeah. you take a person yeah. used to it for you to go and oh, like to be honest like you know out of the thousands of messages I get that are so positive if some one person sends me a bad one that stays with me longer well, you, than you the you thousands stick with it. and does it you still do. a bit yeah a little bit but then it's one of the things I'll say it to my boyfriend I'll be like oh someone sent me this and he'll be like just totally yeah. rationalise and be like you know, <laughs> that person's obviously like so insecure and the fact that like they, if you go onto their profile like they're either have no profile or they have their kids themselves and you're like imagine if someone said that's their kids like do you know what I mean yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just kind of always have to think about, about it like that came from a place of their own insecurity and like yeah. for someone to like troll someone else online is coming from like you actually feel sorry for that person 
a little bit because you still want to slap them in the head though <laughs> you know a from little time bit. to oh, time yeah. they like, had, yeah, I it's did hard like, to rationalise yeah. I am on, on Friday morning I did it and people commented to give out that the stuff that I had on the show was too expensive we were in Kildare Village I didn't like but they just thought they had to tell me that yeah. you know that, that they were but they were incensed by a plate and it was physically my fault for, like, but yeah, I kind of went home and had that like couple of minutes of going Oh, and then like my husband just went there's somebody really really angry about a place yeah, there yeah 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 like, you're alright like, no, 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 yeah, like but you... it still makes you go oh your heart goes but like there's just certain kind of people like I don't think I'd ever message someone and as- firstly assume something about them which I think the big thing for me is people assuming things about me What's and I'm like oh just like assume that I don't know like there's so many different things but like assume I earn X amount of money or assume that I've had loads of Botox in my forehead which I haven't but I'm thank you for the compliment <laughs> thank you so much they're yeah. like your face doesn't move when you talk I'm like thank you yeah. <laughs> I really thought it was like but um and you know just certain things like that and um you know that's grand but like and I think when I think of people I don't know I assume things about them too but would I go message them about it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a certain type of person that just loves messaging people. I think it's just angry fucking people isn't yeah. it? It's just those very fucking angry people yeah. out there. Like it, you know that's your, it's true and I know everybody says it but it is true like if, when somebody sends you a, a pissy message what's ha- helped me uh, was just go into their account for a second if you feel strong mm. and look that every what message they have sent is a pissy fucking yeah, message. Yeah, true, yeah. They are sitting there firing shots at the world yeah. all fucking day. You are just next in line. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Like yeah. it doesn't really They'll say They've moved anything. on. You live yeah, still yeah, with yeah, your yeah. and they've oh, yeah, moved yeah. on. Like, yeah. You see it the yeah. day after. You, yeah. you, there's going to be a bunch of pissy fucking messages yeah. sent yeah. to someone else. Or else it's so, and it's they're probably not using their real name and if they are they're some grumpy old bollocks. I think people need to start posting the trolley message yeah. that they get and exposing people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I see a few people do it all right. It's yeah. just it's, sometimes it's hard when they're like, uh, you know, some of these fuckers are looking for attention. So it's like, oh, what's yeah, the true. right thing? Yeah, what's yeah, the what right is the right wrong? Because I know sometimes I've done that. I like, you know, someone would have a go and I go, right, well, fuck it. And I've retweeted yeah. it. And then, they then they get busy. Yeah. There. They're like, oh, I caught a fish. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, whereas and other then times, there's an irony in it. Yeah. So it's really hard to know. It's one of those things where you know uh, some people just want you to reply. Yeah, yeah I just think, wait yeah. for your response. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just recognize yeah. my anger. You know, yeah. recognize my anger. If you're like, if, if if a drunk lad is outside the pub screaming at people, he wants someone to turn around and yeah. get angry back. But you know, it's, and it's hard not to. And it's hard not yeah, to. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard not to. Because the humanity like and you go, so fuck off, I didn't know it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the person in school? Like, I remember, like, I went to school with this person who used to comment on my chest constantly. Like, from like, the time I was young, like, he used to comment on, but he left a box of Miracle Grow on my desk in school to grow boobs. When you were like, kids, yeah, yeah, well, like, I was a teenager. And I remember. Is that, like, sorry, wait now, one second. Yeah. Rewind. Um, Miracle Grow. Was that an like, actual thing? It was, yeah. Well, no, like it was for it grass. It was for plants, though. But like, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> I was, was like, I was yeah. like, oh my God, oh my imagine gosh. that. <laughs> Ten years ago, they had pills, Miracle Grow for girls' boobs. Sorry. Oh my God. I was like, I was like, oh my God, did they still sell <laughs> that? Where did you get that? Well, you're the oldest people in the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christ. Um, the things they used to sell. This is, re- this is really... <laughs> seeds for your bra. <laughs> this is really 80s versus yeah. 90s right oh, now, isn't it? But yeah. anyway, he used to leave it on. And I, I remember being out years and years later in a, in a pub and he came over, had a few drinks and asked me, did I want to go for a drink with him? And I just, I genuinely stood there looking at him going, how are you, like have you had a head injury? Like you, and he was like, oh yeah, but like it was just a bit of crack and I went, I, literally, I was conscious my whole life that as you used to say, yeah. the back of me matched the front of me and, yeah. and you know, but like, I, I remember just going, he was like, I was just trying to get your attention. What? Yeah, well, that's yeah. Like, teenage that's, boys. But that's what I'm saying. But like, having been a teenage boy, <laughs> fucking yeah. levels many, of moron, like, idiocy. Many a miracle grow well, on desks. I never, yeah, 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 yeah. I never quite in the miracle grow. <laughs> we weren't allowed near girls in our school anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, and where did but, it end up, Suzanne? Well, six and a half grand later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all happy. And um, uh, before we finish up, I have to ask you because I'm conscious yeah. of time. I have to ask you about about being a vegan and yes, veganism definitely. because. Here's my deal, right? Yeah. I look at stuff that you post. I look at your food. I have your cookbook at home. It looks incredible. And I, and as a genuine question, I want to ask you this. As somebody who has suffered 
disordered eating and, and to go, I'm really bad with textures and tastes, but everything to me always looks so incredible that I want in on mm-hmm. it. But when I eat certain foods, my mouth goes, oh, but I, I have a real want to eat healthily and eat like that. So was there something, and again, as we go back to talking about you and, and prog- progressing along mm-hmm. and making these changes in your life, and obviously you're here now, that you made a conscious decision or did you do it bit by bit? Because I'm conscious that you had a problem with eating and foods and didn't have the best relationship. So to get to now where you have an incredible relationship with food, everything you put out just looks incredible. Like, amazing, oh, doesn't yeah, it? And oh, I geez, want in yeah. on it, but I don't know how to get in on it because I have a fear of food. So, um, I guess with me, uh, but with me, right? Um, first of all, I'm not fully vegan. Okay. Um, I don't really like to label myself just because. Just enjoy food. Well, I don't. I guess I came from a very restrictive background of food, and if I want to have some chocolate, I want to have some ice cream on my holidays. I'm just gonna have it. I'm not gonna overthink it. I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, <coughs> it's a Corona. Sorry. Oh, um, um, so, um. Uh, basically, when I was going through disordered eating, there was very few foods that I would eat, and any foods I was eating was like very lean turkey or chicken or just kind of some greens and in my recovery uh, for eating for disordered eating one of my things was going to nutritionists and understanding the importance of carbohydrates so I started to reintroduce carbohydrates like potatoes and pasta and I realised fuck me I prefer this food so much more to anything else I'm eating like what the hell like this is actually the night like how have I spent the past five six years not eating this you know what I mean I was yeah. wasting my life. Yeah. So anyway, and then I kind of, I think, once I started eating a whole spectrum of food again, I started to really just start eating foods I enjoyed. And I didn't really enjoy eating meat and uh, okay. chicken. Um, and that's how I started. It was meat nice. and chicken. And for me, it was purely, um, I don't speak about this a lot, but it, it was very uh, from an ethical point yeah. of view. And it's because I just read a lot of books on an- emotion, animals, emotion, intelligence. And I just, and as well, right, I was still cooking it mm-hmm. and I found I wasn't finishing it on my plate. And you know, if I don't finish something on my plate, there's something wrong. Okay. So I kind of got to a stage where I just stopped cooking it and it really was a gradual progression. Okay. It was not something I said overnight, I'm going to become vegan. No way, because I do not like boundaries of food. I just stopped. It's very healthy from where you've come oh, from. Oh yeah, 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 big yeah. time. I wow. just stopped enjoying meat and chicken. So then for a long time, I was kind of pescatarian. Okay. Um, and then I guess... It's just I read a lot about obviously the environment and things like that as well. Um, so I kind of started just cutting down my fish. And yeah, and then eventually I was like, I actually don't really mind not eating it anymore. But saying yeah. that, if I go to Tokyo or something, someone's like, try this. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm very yeah. open to trying foods. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then it just kind of happened gradually, to be honest. Well, were you always a cook though? Because I was a oh, vegetarian yeah. for seven years. I never, I didn't eat meat for seven years. And it was, with me, it was an ethical thing. Yeah. It's like, no, fuck it. I, yeah. I, I'm into animals and that's the end of it. Uh, you know, and then uh, I started working out a lot more. And then I realized, even though I was a vegetarian, I was eating so unhealthily mm. it was so unhealthy and my diet was so bad it was constantly so bad and then I wanted to get healthy again and for me it just seems like a chore like I obviously have it wrong but for me that's why I went back to meat again it was just because to be healthy so I'd love to eat the way you eat um, but your food to me Mr. Basics something in the oven um, you know veg in a pan it looks complicated yeah but I think the thing about it is like if you go onto my National Feeder page or my own page, like it's all very beautiful photos. But then if you click, click on the stories, like it's fucking shit that I've just thrown together and I've eaten. Do you know what I mean? So like, uh, of course, like you know, on on my actual page, like I said, like Instagram's a highlight reel. It's the same with food. Course, if you yeah. see on Instagram, you're like, oh no, that's too fancy for me. But you go on the stories, like there's the homemade version well, that's like I, whacked in the oven, you know, and just done in well, about I saw five the, minutes. The pizza you made the other day. Yeah, but that's really that easy. Yeah, weekend, that's so easy. Yeah. So having that does look really. Yeah. So like, and that's the thing most of the meals are and like throw a few like different beans lentils and rice together a bit of pesto and some spinach leaves like that's a real but tasty meal you struggle you know? with the textures of that or the flavours of see, that see I've never ever had never a problem with texture okay, or flavours okay, okay. so yeah. I guess that's somewhere where I actually that's don't have section. much advice for yeah. you because I've always been someone who I will try anything and right, I've okay. always loved all type yeah. of food yeah. Um, and even like I find it strange because like, I, I do get it a lot of people have funny textures with mm. food where I'm like I'm game for anybody because food's food do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. so um, but yeah like I, I actually it's, it's something I, I haven't talked about and I want to talk about is from going from eating disorder background to veganism because I think a lot of people use veganism as a way to mask disordered eating. Yes, I, I was going to say Yeah, so like for me, it's like something I want to really point across. Like 
in my recovery, I actually went more plant based because that was just the food I enjoyed. And I know go when I was going getting help at the time and even with my nutritionist, it was like, you know, remember like when you go to a menu and you're picking something, pick something you want to eat rather than something you think is the lowest amount of calories. So for me, it was always kind of like the more carby, vegetable, starchy things that I wanted naturally would gravitate towards. And then obviously reading a lot about ethics and environmental issues, I just just prefer I just feel better eating this yeah, way yeah. do you know what I mean but then again I'm so like the non-judges person ever like my boyfriend eats whatever and we'd be sitting beside each other and he'll be having whatever's in his bowl and he sounds like a dog whatever's in his <laughs> bowl there <laughs> <laughs> oh you have that in your bowl he's got a big bowl uh, in yeah, bowl. yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean like I'm like if that makes you happy that makes you happy yeah yeah but because I, I was going to ask you that from that because there there is a bit of people are saying about now about veganism in terms of it can be detrimental for people who have disordered eating because it is again a very controlled Mm -hmm. so for you mentally I suppose that's a great control not a control a great under control or over control for you because you can look way beyond that and be like oh yeah I'll try anything do anything Mm -hmm. but this is the reason why I'm going there yeah like, like for someone who's mentally struggled with eating that it's it's kind of a dangerous road to go down so for you that's incredible to like And look, it's taken me a long time. It's been like four years now of getting help to be like this. But, you know, people all say to me, is there anything you miss? I'm like, no, because if I did, I just have it. (laughs) You know, and like for a long time now, I haven't, I have just been mostly plant based, you know, and there hasn't been anything I miss. No, and like to answer you, though, I have to say like pigs were the first thing, like I gave up. Pigs. Pork. Yeah, the very, I know we talk about it. Have you all the pigs again? That was the first thing. It was you. It was yeah. you. Oh, you yeah. Roz was in um, Classic Hits with us, and uh, oh, yeah. we got chatting about it. And I was, she was saying, I haven't, uh, story quite similar to this. Yeah. And I was um, chatting about how I, I was a vegetarian for a while. And then since then, I haven't been able to eat pork anymore. It's gone. Because uh, the treatment of the pigs oh, and all. Know. And that was the first thing. And that got pigs me off are so intelligent. I know. They're so intelligent, yeah. There's so much I could say. I knew I was fucked with it yesterday, actually, because I went to the gourmet food parlor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to get food. I love it in there. And I went in, and uh, there's this brilliant uh, Clonic Hilti black pudding uh, salad thing that I would oh, normally right. buy, and I can't, I no. can't buy it. I can't do black pudding. But here, from, there's vegan black pudding you can get in the supermarket now. contradiction in terms. Yeah, not at all it's like you're going to get well it is a contradiction in terms yes but it doesn't mean it can't happen no I'm sure it's it can like happen everything can happen it's like but a vegetarian it's... chili con carne yeah. you know yeah. but it's one of those things right look if someone is like oh I don't want to eat a black pudding because I actually feel shit after because I'm like that was a pig well then just go get the vegan version if you want yeah. the taste yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah, sausage yeah. rolls yeah. that people get the ve- or yeah. vegan burgers or do whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. there's actually a really good um you, you even I think you would like it does a new because <laughs> you're the, the meat king really, or queen but I used to be veggie such place a town, carnivore veggie burger place is open in the George Arcade oh really yeah oh. yeah in George Arcade so it's veggie burgers only yeah uh, it's, and it's deadly I, I never I never thought I'd be veggie or, or really? vegan oh no like I appreciate sure my old Twitter bio was like previous cave woman like I was like yeah. eating meat I was like eating meat off the bone like ribs. no I'd be like every Sunday making a lamb shank like do you know what I mean yeah, and, yeah. With their lamb yeah. but then <laughs> and ironically I won't eat lamb yeah. and like it just meanwhile all, pigs. it all changed for me wow yeah. oh my god so what's what's the what's the next I hate to say but what's the next six months of the year what's yeah. oh wow so I actually go to New York um this week because I'm running a half marathon um, oh, and I really wanted that to end I'm going back to see Trump again yeah. oh yeah I'm going back hey I'm back in the game um, yeah. have you seen Ireland she's yeah. voting for me yeah. Yeah. she's running a marathon I'm going to just go over to and go oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in Ireland we have a few cases but uh, yeah uh, going to New York and um, I'm actually doing the Hike Life Camino this year oh, I am just kind of actually doing have a few have done the Camino before? no I've never actually done the Camino I'm so that's on the bucket list yeah. I'm really really yeah. so many people Everyone I know have done it it's like incredible one of the best experiences yeah. Yeah. so um, yeah I'm actually planning on just kind of tipping away at work you know me I'm riding that wave whatever Um, but I'm actually planning on just like going all over Europe hopefully if the coronavirus kind of just like, goes away for a while yeah. yeah and just doing a few hikes and actually just enjoying myself this year do you know what I mean taking a bit of time yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay. i done that for a long time now do you know yeah, long time yeah. now yeah. she's not turning till September I know meanwhile I've it over here but I've been I've been in the industry like since I was 18 like it's almost almost 12 years of just 
you know Roz, you, you oh. haven't even peaked by the by the oh, sounds of you. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you have. You haven't. Listen, Roz, get kidnapped. Followed on podcast soon. Um, Roz, thank you so much for coming oh, in. I literally would have talked to you for yeah. like hours. That was really, really good. Thank you for being so honest. As well. I really appreciate no, it. Bobs. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.